Thank you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we will study through the book of Hebrews. During this study, we will recognize that God has provided better things for us in this age through Jesus Christ. So, grab your copy of the Summer 2022 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. Today's lesson is entitled, A Better Love, from Hebrews 12, 1 through 11. The application is the student will accept that God's chastening has a greater purpose and demonstration of love than parental discipline. Seeking the context. Similar to faith, which was studied last week, love is a concept that the world often gets wrong. Many people incorrectly think that the best way to show love towards someone is to never make them feel uncomfortable, sad, or cause them pain. Real love desires what is ultimately best for others, and the best outcome for someone may not necessarily lead through pleasureful circumstances. As you will discover today, the love God demonstrates toward His children compels Him to do whatever is necessary to help them grow in their faith which often includes discipline and trials. Some of the readers in the original audience of Hebrews probably began to doubt their relationship with Christ because they endured challenging circumstances. Maybe they knew the stories of their forefathers and doubted whether God loved them the way he loved their heroes of the faith. The writer of Hebrews sought to encourage them, though, by reminding them of the nature of true love. Today, Christians can have similar feelings regarding the love of God. In the church age, instead of speaking to his people through prophets, angels, or other supernatural phenomena, God has chosen to speak to us through Jesus Christ, whose life and ministry is recorded in the pages of the Bible. While the Bible is your all-sufficient rule for faith and practice, some people long for a supernatural experience of God. Short of those experiences, some will never have the feelings of love from God and, as a result, their love may grow cold as they endure the challenges of life. The love God shows towards His children may not match the kind of love they wish to receive, but it does not mean God's love is somehow imperfect. Maybe you wish God would love you differently, as did many of the Hebrews' original audience. But a wise Christian would ask whether it is better to always be coddled and weak, or to be periodically disciplined and strong. Today you will see that God's love is perfect. He does not shortchange his people of affection, nor does he overly coddle them. Because he loves you perfectly, your life is radically different, and today's passage will teach you how much better off you are because of his love. How does the love of God influence your faith? Searching the text. Number one, God's love motivates our obedience. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God." 
drawing from the previous chapter, which was full of men and women who endured trials but kept the faith, the writer of Hebrews next issued great encouragement for the readers to persevere in obedience to God. He used the language of running a race to illustrate the endurance necessary to finish well. Those who finish a race early often stay around the finish line to cheer on the finishers coming in after them. Christians should draw comfort from knowing that men and women have faithfully trusted God through trials for millennia, and it was only possible because of the love of God. How does God's love motivate your obedience? Paul wrote to the church in Rome that the goodness of God leads us to repentance, Romans 2.4. The writer of Hebrews assumed that, knowing the love of God and finding inspiration from forefathers of the faith, the reader would desire to repent of sin, which adds burdens to believers. Runners in a race remove as much excess weight as possible since any extra weight would reduce their efficiency. Sin is unnecessary baggage which weighs down the believers in their walk with Christ. God loves mankind so much that He sent His only Son to take away the sin of the world. So why would believers willingly carry the burden of sin? The love of God also inspires believers to obey Him with endurance. It is very challenging to endure hardship if love is absent. A runner may give up if the reward is not worth the sacrifice. As a believer, Christ is your reward at the end of life's race, and His love is your motivation to endure difficulties. Throughout the journey of faith, the model for believers to follow is none other than the life of Jesus Christ. It was God's love for creation that called Jesus to give His life on Calvary. Jesus, the founder and finisher of your faith, the Alpha and Omega, dismissed the shame he endured at Calvary and followed through with the crucifixion, fulfilling the demonstration of God's love for humanity. The writer of Hebrews urged the readers to keep their eyes on Jesus. If Jesus endured the cross of Calvary because of God's love, it is reasonable to ask God's children to maintain obedience to God, knowing his love for humanity. You are not alone in your journey, Tens of thousands of believers have maintained their obedience to God in the face of trials. Jesus is worth every pain or heartache. How does your devotion to God influenced by His love for you and others? Number 2. God's love confirms our sonship. Hebrews 12, 3-8 For consider Him that endured such contradiction of sinners against Himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endured chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. The writer of Hebrews' next tactic to motivate and encourage his readers to obedience was to remind them of the person to whom they belong. Perhaps the concept of sonship was foreign to Jewish believers, but the writer of Hebrews was convinced by the Holy Spirit that his readers needed a reminder. This understanding was a common approach of the Apostle Paul, 
who confirmed the inheritance that sons are due to receive in contrast to slaves. Galatians 4, 7. First, the writer of Hebrews laid out the extreme suffering Jesus endured, and yet he is God's only begotten son. The author argued from the greater to the lesser, showing that if Jesus endured suffering that led him to forsakenness and the shedding of his blood, and did so as God's firstborn son, how much more might you, who are adopted into God's family, expect to suffer hardship? And yet, as the author pointed out, the readers had not suffered to the point of shedding their blood. Hebrews 12.4 Second, the writer of Hebrews quoted Proverbs 3.11 and 12, which reminded the Bible student that if God loves someone, he disciplines them. God loves his children, so he chastises them. The alternative to being disciplined as God's sons would be to be treated as illegitimate children. Certainly no one who would have read this book of Hebrews would want to be treated as illegitimate. Christians today like to play comparison games. Through social circles and social media, you are tempted to look longingly into the lives of others and make assumptions about their ease of life. People rarely let on to others about the challenges they may be facing, but are relatively quick to share their pleasant moments. Even if someone you know has never endured any difficulties and their life looks enticingly carefree, would you not rather face trials knowing for certain you are a child of God? No matter what challenges you face, take the encouragement knowing God is dealing with you as a son. How does your sonship protect you from discouragement? Number three, God's love advances our sanctification. Hebrews 12, 9-11. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. As parents, my wife and I assumed one of our main responsibilities was to make sure our children grew into healthy, God-fearing adults. While our children did not come with instruction manuals, we tried to lean upon God, His Word, and the helpful advice of others for guidance. We made many mistakes. Good parents will give their children healthy, whole food to eat instead of junk food which most children want. They will teach their children the word of God instead of allowing them to consume too much entertainment media. They will model good work habits which prepares them for productive adulthood. But most of all, they will lead them to fall in love with Jesus as they demonstrate the gospel for them daily. Periodically, a parent will need to provide disciplinary action on their children to reinforce good behavior and punish bad behavior. Children need to understand the benefits of obedience as well as the consequences of disobedience. Sometimes parents can go overboard in their practice of punishment. They may get caught up in frustration or anger and say or do something for which they have to apologize later. The writer of Hebrews stated that as imperfect as human parents might be, most children who were raised by strict parents still respected them. As children grow into adulthood, they come to understand and appreciate the efforts their parents made to take care of them. 
raise them, and see them reach their full potential as adults. The writer of Hebrews made the argument that if children could respect their parents, imperfect as they were, it should not be too much to ask the children of God to respect Him as a loving Heavenly Father. When a child of God thinks through his circumstances and considers the difficulties faced, you may be tempted to question why God allows certain painful seasons to befall him. Because of your finite understanding, you have a very difficult time trying to discern whether the pain you feel is coming from discipline from God, consequences for sin, or simply the plight you endure from living in a sin-sick world. While you may not fully understand the reasons behind why you endure suffering, you must acknowledge that, for reasons only God knows, He allows His children to suffer hardship from time to time. When you begin to doubt God's love for you, it would be wise to ask yourself a question. Does God ultimately want me to be happy or holy? Sometimes the two are not mutually exclusive, but when it comes to goals for living, you must admit that holiness has a far more permanent outcome than happiness, which is temporary. The writer of Hebrews reiterated that the grievous pain of chastening yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. God works for your eternal holiness rather than your temporary happiness. So when it comes to the discomfort of chastening, do you believe God is a perfect father or not? Since many readers have experienced negligent parents, they have a difficult time understanding how God may be a good father. Today, trust that God knows what he is doing when it comes to your sanctification. He knows exactly what you need to grow in holiness, which advances his kingdom and brings glory to his name. Share how a challenging season in your life helped you grow in holiness. Setting the application. Every parent has failed to show perfect love to their children in some way at some time. Depending upon the nature of the failure, some people can grow up with hang-ups or deep wounds received at the hands of their parents and have a challenging time finding healing. As they find healing in Jesus, it is of primary importance that everyone who has been hurt does not project the same imperfections upon God. He loves perfectly and makes no mistakes. As your perfect Heavenly Father, God knows exactly what you can handle and exactly what you need to maximize your potential as His child. He guides you perfectly in spiritual growth and watches as you fulfill your God-given purposes. The growth plan God has you on includes season of, of chastening since you sin from time to time. Remember, the discipline that comes from God is not based in His wrath, but is based in His love. He disciplines you because He loves you and wants you to glorify Him with your life. When you gladly walk in the paths He has laid out for you, you find joy because you are accomplishing the purposes for which He created you. When athletes complain about hard workouts, coaches often remind them to trust the process. Christian. Trust God who provides the perfect process to help you grow in holiness. It may bring discomfort, but the end result is worth every pain. How will you remind yourself and others of God's great love this week? Thank you for joining us for another lesson in the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying again with you next week as we continue our study of better things in the book of Hebrews. 
Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.